When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Well, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. For some reason, this stuff is not... Uh, we don't have intro music to start the show. I'll work on that here for the first break, but we are live now, so uh, we'll, get, uh, we'll get going here. Forget it. You're out of the mix. All right. I'll head home. Have a good have the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm head, to, head to the house. It'll be fantastic. Okay, so we're up and running. We're ready to we're go. We're up and running. We're we're live. I just don't know why the uh, like the like the sting coming back into the show uh, didn't play correctly. So I'll figure that out because we have to play ads at some point, and that's uh, oh god, yeah, that's going to be an issue. So I'll work on that. But you guys start having a great show. Will be really a great show. Yeah, well, let's set the bar at okay yeah. for now, yeah, and then once let's yeah, start with adequate, and then we'll work our way up from there. Indeed. There it is. Okay, so basically you got a lot of stuff to get to today, but today is Thursday, one week from uh, Thanksgiving. Is it still okay to say Thanksgiving, or does it make you sound too uh, grateful and it, it just upsets people? Yeah, it it's, should be yeah, either like hates-giving or, a, yeah, more, hates giving. or a more neutral term was probably politically correct, like just meh-giving. Happy nothing day. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. <laughs> So Thanksgiving is right around the corner. So you guys have big plans. Does anybody travel for Thanksgiving? Uh, I travel to the Hutchinson area Hutchinson, just to go yeah. Yeah, see my mom. And that's just show up, eat as much food as I can, take a nap, eat some more. Oh, you take a nap at your mother's house? Hell yeah. Like Tom, you get that stomach full of turkey. I like and it. And what's it, the dryptophan, the trypsine, whatever is in turkey that no, makes you fall asleep? Yeah, there you go. He goes, yeah, there you go. No, I thought that was your name, El Tryptophan. Yeah, well, yeah, that's my street name. My street name. I'm out out in these streets slanging that El Tryptophan. Absolutely. So, oh, I understand. That that does make you you eat a lot of turkey. Well, see, the the big problem we got is we're not going to do Thanksgiving this year because our children have Dan's family Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So then she would have, Alex would have her family Thanksgiving. And then they would have their own Thanksgiving. I mean, they, people now have three, four Thanksgivings. That's too much. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. That's that's the one part as a little kid that you don't realize is like how much driving you're doing to oh, yeah. multiple families around this time of the year. Or it's, yeah, stuff. Some, most of the time I want to be like, you know what, can everybody just come to my house so I don't have to go anywhere? And <laughs> I think that's that. what everybody wants, though, isn't yeah. it? You come to my house. Well, I know we're going to have our Thanksgiving with the family on Wednesday. Because, you know, who cares? It's a calendar. Who cares? Right. right. It's the Thanksgiving time of the year, so we're just going to get together on Wednesday and uh, get that taken care of. Nobody's traveling, so, Brittany, you're not traveling? 
Now we can't hear Brittany. Uh oh. No, Brittany? <laughs> what happened to Brittany? Should we just take the video off? Oh, there we go. Am there I back? you go. There you go. Uh, I was really weirded out because I was talking about going up north. Um, and I, so yeah, we're going up north uh, to Bemidji to go see Justin's family. Well, you are. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to have one Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's, and it's about a, it's a four hour drive. Yeah. It's a big drive. Um, so we'll drive up on Thanksgiving and then we'll probably have our Thanksgiving on Friday or Saturday. It just doesn't matter. Oh, your home one. The one you What's do that? at your own house. No, no, we'll go. So we'll drive up on Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving morning or during nap. So we won't do anything here on Thanksgiving, but we'll drive up north then that day. And then uh, that we'll have Thanksgiving with Justin's family on either Friday. Oh, or I thought you I meant when you came back, you'd have your own Thanksgiving at your house, too, or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's so. too many. One's enough. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But that's a problem when you have in-laws, when you got mom's dad and dad's mm -hmm. dad and all that. That's, that's tough to mix that stuff up. Yeah, it's hard, especially everybody wants the kids there because they make yeah. it so fun. So mm -hmm. um, we'll do Thanksgiving Indeed. with Justin's family, and then um, we still have to figure out Christmas. We'll probably do with my family, and um, yeah, it's fine. That's kind of tough, though. At first, when you you know you don't have Christmas with your own family, that's a weird deal. I know. Mm -hmm. After all those years together doing it and all the rest of it, uh, yeah, that's a tough tough road to hoe. But do you guys have any special like foods at Thanksgiving you like? I'm pretty like, like I love the stuffing, uh, potato gravy combo. That's oh, always a so good. Yeah. Like even bad stuffing is pretty good. Yeah, the yeah the stuffing obviously I love sweet potato pie, apple oh, pie. Yeah. yeah, my mom makes this like corn dish that's like baked with cracker crumbs on top. That's Ooh. amazing. It's just whatever is on the table. I just wish, like, I just lay down and just shovel it in my mouth uncontrolled. I have a question for you. Why, when you said the word cracker, did you stare at me? Oh, good. I had point. to stare at one of the only two crackers in here. <laughs> only two crackers here, so I had to stare at one of you. And that's all there is to it. It was a compliment, though. The crackers taste great on top. Yeah, of that's course, true. So that's yes. very true. So if someone were to eat me, that would taste great. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Tevin, is your girlfriend going with you? Uh, yep. Yep, she'll wow. come with, and why is that a Where's surprise, her... Brittany? No, I said, well, I, I would never have gone with my, uh, like, and I know you guys live together, and it's whatever, but, like, there's something wonderful about dividing conquering. Where does her family live? Uh, Rochester, and they usually, oh. like, and it's just her mom that lives down there, like, her brother's off to college, so they don't really do too much stuff. Okay. So. That makes sense. It all works out in the end, that's what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, like I, so I go to, when I went to school with a bunch of nursing students, they were 20 and like it would blow my mind if they were dating somebody and would divide up the holidays. Cause I'm like, you're going to have to do that your whole life. Like yeah, Tom right. was saying. <clears throat> so if I was dating, I feel like I would go to my own, but I get what Tevin's saying. He's not going to drive to Rochester. One of my favorites of all time about being a kid where I grew up was the fist fights in the yard on Thanksgiving with your neighbors. It was wonderful. Always. Honestly, what? God, I think about three people on the on my block. Every Thanksgiving, they'd be out in their yard slugging it out. <laughs> Why? Aren't you so full? Like, take a nap. I would think, yeah. And, and as, you know, Tevin already pointed out, you got that L-tryptophan. You should be falling asleep. But I might, it might have been the drinking part, you think? Yeah, that might get you. <laughs> no, physical activity on Thanksgiving, even the, the backyard football games, like, I don't want to do that. When I was in college, yeah. 
we had uh, like playoff games during Thanksgiving. And so we had to be on campus, but they were served us this huge meal, Ooh. whatever, like very great. And then after we got done eating, the coaches were like, all right, guys, everybody go throw the pads on. We're going to go out and practice now. <laughs> You're tired oh, as hell. Man, I want to take it. I'm going to fall asleep in these meeting rooms. But yeah, no, don't I do used, football practice. I used to do the um, Turkey Day 5K in Minneapolis. Uh, they do the turkey trot in St. Paul. I used to do that yeah, in the yep. in the morning, and it was really nice. But the idea of the parking was always super annoying, and the getting there and what to wear, and sometimes it was freezing, sometimes it was not. But it was nice to start your day like with a workout, and then right. know you're going to destroy your body later. Yep. Well, it does. Help. That's a good idea because most people they say are going to gain about eight pounds over the next six weeks. Dang. The Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that stuff. New mm-hmm. Year's Eve, the drinking and all that. But, yeah, they, they gain about eight pounds. I'm like, man. Yeah. So where where was the 5K? Was that around Bidet, Makaska? Was that No, they, uh, they actually, sh- sh- they used to. I don't know if they still do. Yeah, they, they shut down uh, downtown, um, the downtown streets. So eventually you go over, um, um yeah, it's like all all around downtown. Let me see if mm. they still exist. Well, I hope that the excessive heat we've been having goes away because we wouldn't want them to have to cancel the turkey trot. Take it easy. We- <laughs> I saw the uh, the forecast. I wouldn't worry about it getting cold. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Woo! Next week's going to be cold. But yeah, yesterday was it got like sixty six yesterday. Yeah. My God, was it nice out? We're just sitting around the. In my neighborhood, we always get together, and everybody brings their chairs over. You bring your chairs over to their house, and you sit in the driveway and just schmooze. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's wonderful. But I had to leave about halfway through it last night, and it, Catherine said they stayed out until six o'clock. I mean, it's dark as hell at five o'clock. Right. Yeah. But they sat out there because they were, it, it, you know, I suppose they realized it's going to be the last time of the year they can do it. So they stayed out there as late as they could. But yeah, I, I have great neighbors. They're very, very nice people. That's awesome. It felt really uncomfortable of being nice to people. What do you think? I have a disease where I don't know how to not become very close with my neighbors. Really? Yeah. Like, I love being close. I love that, like, the Goldens are an extension of my family. I love being able to jump over to their house. Like, Justin's really good with boundaries, and he's like, okay, you need to quit talking. Because every time we go on a walk, I'm like, hey, Mackenzie, hey, this. Like, I love knowing my neighbors. I think yeah. And like Tevin, you live in an apartment. Do you find yourself being like, I'm not talking to anybody? Uh, yeah, I usually don't talk to anybody. There's a few people that I'll make conversation with, but for the most part, I just keep to myself. In other words, they don't like you. I mean, if like so, if in the winter, because everybody uses the <laughs> indoor dog <laughs> park area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I'll talk with people then or like Mark Rosen lives in my building so oh, I'll make conversation with him anytime I see him Rosie I think there's a couple of Timberwolves players that live there yeah well it's a good but, location for the Timberwolves yeah but for the most part I'll see like Rosen or the Wolves players and all they do is get bombarded so I'll give oh, them just yeah. like a, hey how's it going and let them live their life that's one thing about doing TV man you get bombarded because everybody knows what you look like yeah or last year, after the Timberwolves season was over, the I can't remember whatever executive it was that lives in my building. He, I see him on the elevator, and he had his backpack on. Their flight just got in, and I was like, "Oh, like sucks that you know we lost in the playoffs, but you know we had a good season overall." And just the pure dejection in his face, he's like, 
I wish more people thought like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sweet. That was very nice of him. I was like, oh, man, that must be rough. Oh, God, can you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one part of it because, you know, there was a, so, were some points when people wanted me to do a TV show or do this, and I thought, yeah, I, look, a lot of people to this day recognize me even though I haven't gone out in public much in several years, but mm-hmm. they're always very nice. But there got to be people that, you think when, like, celebrities that aren't nice and people kind of... Do you think they have a, a problem with that? I mean, the, the, the public? When celebrities aren't nice? Yeah. Because they so. feel that you should always be on. Yeah. And, hey, you're entertaining on TV all day now or radio or whatever the case may be. And now when I see you, I need you to be that character. Yeah. I don't care that you're just trying to eat lunch with your family. That's exactly how it works out. I mean, let's be honest. A guy like Judd Zolgab, he can't even go out in public because everybody, you know, rushes him and wants yeah. the autograph. And boy, autographs just went away, didn't they? Nobody gets autographs anymore. Remember that? Do kids, do kids get them still or no? That's a good yeah. question. I think so. I no like, do the kids do? Yeah, when it's like <clears throat> sports and you're signing a ball or a jersey or something like that. But the okay. days of. Uh, autograph book where you just have them sign yeah, the yeah. random pages. I think that's dead and gone. Kind of <laughs> seems like it. But we back when we used to go to Vegas or wherever we went, they would have to set a day aside for a line of people to get autographs. I'm mean, from dopey-ass morning announcers. <laughs> Who the hell would line up for that? They were very, very pleasant about that whole deal. That's where I met. There was this one family. This guy comes up. He goes, Tommy, I just I brought my family this year. I said, that's wonderful. He goes, this is my son, Billy, and Billy's son, Tim. I'm like, you brought three generations to this radio show? That's pretty impressive, man. I was, I was very impressed with that whole deal. Now, run it by me again. We can't, we can't do Vegas because of, what, legal concerns? Is that the problem? I have no idea. I, from, I thought, was it you or somebody said the insurance for insurance going out there? Insurance is huge, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It, it, it is what it is, but th- those used to be good times, going up to Vegas or going down to Key West or whatever the deal is. It's just, it's a different deal, but it's, I really enjoyed it. i got to be honest with you. Right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's th- those are cool. And I, I think there's some stations that still do that type of thing. But, yeah, I've uh, – so did, did you gamble much or no? No, I'm not a big gambler at all. I just – when I, I walk too. in, it's kind of interesting – and it's that weird brain thing that I have. When I walk into a casino, my brain immediately kicks in the odds of winning, and they're almost none. You have a very that's a good you, thing to have. But it is for me. It does work yeah, out well. Yeah, that's but it's a like, great thing to have. These algorithms just don't work. These machines are not set up for you to win. i got to be honest with you. They're set up for you to spend 100 200 500 bucks, and then get up and go, oh, I thought I had something going. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not. I I like the sports book because it's got a ton of games on to watch. Yeah, but but I I went through a stage in the mid '90s when I tried to bet on sports and I realized I sucked at it. Yeah, and I said to myself, "This isn't any fun. This isn't fun. It, it's a good way to get um, engaged in a game, but like." Like when you're like, well, I've lost all day, so this uh, Golden State Knicks game starts at 9.30 Central. Perhaps I'll put some <laughs> money and try and make it back on that. You're like, okay, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, well, what do you, you know who the best gambler is I've ever met in my life? And I'm telling you, he's really good at gambling. Who's that? Mike Lindell. Mike is a very mathematical, 
a rhythmic kind of guy. I mean, he he can do math in his head like there's no tomorrow. It's it's almost like he's obsessed with it, if you know what I mean. He's I thought really, you were going to say Gelfand. Oh, Gelfand's a big <laughs> – oh, he didn't win anywhere near as much. Oh, you know how pissed off Gelfand's going to be now that uh, that a far righty's a better gambler than he is? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be – I think – uh, is Gelfand pretty much a, a horse track kind of guy? He doesn't really, he didn't go to casinos, does he? I don't think. I don't know what, yeah. I I remember he, he did the Canterbury Report, so you're definitely yeah. right about that at one time. But uh, he just strikes me as a guy who had, at least in his younger days, probably bet football, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he dabbles in, because there's been times in my life when we're watching a sport and all of a sudden he gets mad and I'm like... <laughs> Why are you like? Who are we rooting for here? And he's like, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, <laughs> I can see my that. So, what's happening in the sports world, Pally? Well, the Timberwolves didn't fight last night, but they got blown out. Back to back, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. Um, let's just say it wasn't a very close game. So, uh, that's about it, though. Because so the Wild, which is playing terrible hockey right now, is spending the entire week in Sweden because they play two games in Sweden on. Saturday and Sunday. So a team that really needs to play and get out of its funk can't. Um, Sonny Gray, Ooh. a couple of days ago, uh, declined the option that the Twins picked up mm-hmm. on him as, as far as the the uh, potential for him to uh, stay for another year. And then he finished second in the Cy Young voting in the American League to Garrett Cole last night. So he's going to get paid somewhere. I don't think it's going to be here, not surprisingly. Right, and then and then the Vikings play the Broncos on Sunday. That's about it. What do you think of that Viking Bronco match? The more I look at it, I really like the Vikings' chances. Good. The Broncos, the Broncos' defense is dead last in yards allowed in the entire league. Uh, they are dead last against the run, which the Vikings haven't been good at until they got Dobbs, who can actually run. I think the Vikings, if there had been a classic Vikings letdown, I think it would have been against the Saints. Yeah. They, damn near blew, yeah. they damn near blew the game. Don't get me wrong. But that would have been the game that, that you know, the classic, okay, we beat Atlanta, let's just keep going, and then bang, they run into a wall. So I actually like their, their chances, which would get them to six consecutive wins, which, yeah. again, would would be an amazing story. But Josh Dobbs, I think, will probably win uh, at least another game. And then they play the Bears right now on the following Monday night. And the Bears are awful. So awful. There's, a, there's a real chance to go into their bye week here on an, on a seven-game win streak. Do you think that football got so huge? Because baseball was gigantic when I was a kid. It was much bigger than football. Yep. Do you think that people, you know, get out to work and all the rest of it, that football, I mean, it's a great sport. Don't get me wrong. I, I love watching it. But the fact that it's only on once a week, that you can't watch it three, four times a week, and baseball six times a week, just it's on once a week, that, that puts some pretty special focus on it, I would imagine. I think that's the key thing. Yeah? Yeah. I, I think there's a few things that throughout the last, I don't know, 25, 30 years, separated football from sports like baseball. One is football was the easiest sport when, when fantasy sports got big. Um, football is the easiest sport for anyone who wants to participate. And so you don't have to, but you, you know, if you participate in what amounts to a fantasy baseball league or basketball league, it takes a lot of attention. Football, Mm -hmm. 
to your point, it's once a week. And then the once a week thing, I think, is absolutely huge. And yep. it goes hand in hand with a weekend and drinking. What? Whoever did that? Uh, I, I know you're going to be shocked <laughs> by that. But but you look at it, and I think there's a lot of of people that look forward to that one game a week where they can sit down with um, with a 24-pack of beer and a football game. And <laughs> I think that that plays a huge role. Uh, where it, you, I feel like at one time, probably a time going back to like the fifties and sixties, you know, baseball was romantic, right? Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. was romanticized yep. Yep. and it was in my youth too. I don't think anyone in the younger generation feels that way now. Do you? No, no, I would agree with I don't know. You should maybe ask around the room, but what do you guys think? The point he just made. Yeah, the romanticizing of it is I do feel like a bit gone. I think that they were on the on to something pretty accurate when they started shortening the games to make it feel a little yeah. less mm-hmm. like we're yep. here on tradition kind of thing. So I think that at least they're pivoting when they need to pivot, which I hope that holds on. I mean, I I do love going to a baseball game, but um it's it's still an event. Um and I, I hope that, yeah, the younger generation kind of holds on to it because it is a fun sport. So I'm, I'm with you, Judd. I, I think it's less romanticized and more wants to be looked at as a, as a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. I feel like if you go to a Twins game, unless it was the playoffs, more people are there just kind of taking in going to a stadium and, oh, we can play mini golf over in, you know, right field and whatever else. So it's less and less about the game and more and more about the atmosphere that's around it. And I think baseball getting away with, yeah, the shorter games and kind of getting away from all of those, well, the unwritten rules of baseball where we have to, you know, hit your guy and now we all benches clear and we all come out and look yeah. at each other and go back and kind of getting rid of some of the ridiculousness of it. Um, yeah, it's definitely more an event than, than the game itself. But it's t- trending in the right way. Yeah. I'll tell you, um, in my mid-20s, this actually did happen. I was such a huge Viking fan. I mean, huge. And I love the Twins. I still love the Twins more than the Vikings because I just I love baseball. I think it's a magnificent sport. But I'm a huge Viking fan, too. Uh, my friend, the dog, Gil Knopp was his real name, but he called him the dog because he walked like this. He walked like a bulldog when he walked. It was kind of <laughs> cool, actually. So the dog and a couple of my brothers and I, that's back when the games used to be blacked out. Yes. Are you guys too young to remember blackouts? What Probably. does that mean? I vaguely remember them. Essentially, it was where if they didn't sell enough tickets to home games, we weren't able to watch them on TV. Correct. Really? <clears throat> that yep. is correct. They would black them out for a 100-mile radius, by the way. What? So the dog and my two brothers, two of my brothers, get in a car, and we head up north. We're going to watch it. We're not going to be blacked out. Forget it. Well, we were schmoozing all the rest of it. All of a sudden, I realized we had driven... 200 miles from the house to north of Fergus Falls. That's where we were, okay? Oh, my God. So we pull over. There's, I don't know, it was a holiday inn or what the hell ever it was. We rent a room so we could watch the game. We get in there. The worst signal I've ever seen. It would come and go about every two minutes. Oh, no. It was a horrible signal. And the greatest part of the so everybody got lit up, and my youngest brother drove home because he didn't drink. So... He drove home. We're all lit up, all the rest of it. 
So we drive back. We drive up 200 miles, watch a game through a horrible screen, drive back 200 miles. The best part of the story, it was a preseason game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you know it was a preseason game and oh, you yeah. drove that? That's... <laughs> That's how nuts we were about the Vikings back in those days. Drive 400 miles to watch a preseason football game. Who was supposed to be in charge of knowing where to stop? That's all I want to know. That would have been the dog. No question about it. Yeah. I don't think That's... I would drive across the street no, for I know. a preseason game. That's so wild, Tom. So, like, the theory is everyone gets grounded if they don't get sell enough tickets. That's correct. Yeah. That is but, such a weird... Well. It is. And, and and back in the day, a long time ago, they did not show home games. So it didn't no. matter if they right. sold, sold out or not. There was a time where they be, – because the old theory in sports was if we show home games, people aren't going to go. Yep. And so – and this was true in baseball. Um, the Blackhawks did not show their home games until their, their longtime owner, Bill Wirtz, died in like the early 2000s. Really? Because Bill Wirtz was an old school guy that was convinced it was going to cut into the gate. And so he wouldn't sell. And that, that's why Calvin, what? The Twins had two or three home games a year on TV at one point. That's the about Met. right. Yep. So when they blacked out the Vikings games, for example, what would they play in place of it? Was it a different, would they show the Packers game or a different football mm-hmm. game? Or was it just like infomercials? It was usually the Packers, yeah. Oh, okay. God, that would be terrible. <laughs> like, what a wild concept. And that's it's where true. you go, you know, like thinking of things as events and a reason to show up is such a different mm-hmm. experience than watching it. I mean, they're not interchangeable. But if your head stuck, it's just such a wild thought that, like, people in Minneapolis couldn't watch a Vikings game. Yeah. Well, I know. It was weird. And because didn't like Cub Foods or Target or whoever CEO corporation would buy 10,000 tickets to the game the day before. To, so yeah. that way it could general be Mills. Yeah, general yep. Mills. General Mills every freaking time when I was a kid had to step up. <laughs> That's funny. That and a, buy out the tickets. To this day, a great company. Steve, the chairman uh, over at General Mills, was a he was a huge KQ Morning Show fan. So I would hear from him when... Go see. That's why there, there's a. I think Brittany's the only one seeing it. There's. I, I actually, they actually put my picture on a Wheaties box. How cool is that? And they he, did. Yeah. He pulls it out whenever you're at his house and actually yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. yeah that's goes, exactly what I do. I mean, that's what I would do. More of me now. If I was, <laughs> I would do that. I'd make a shirt out of it. <laughs> if my picture was on a Wheaties box, that Wheaties box would come with me everywhere I went. I don't look that great in the picture. It I will tell matter. you that. You look great. <laughs> it look, you look great because you're on the you're Wheaties box. You're on a Wheaties box. box. Who yeah. cares how you I look? You're on, a, you're on a freaking Wheaties box. It, it would be cool. funny, though, if, like, my picture on a Wheaties box is, like, the many times I fall asleep in random places. Like, that's just. You <laughs> mean, like, during the show? Yeah. Huh? What? What did huh? you say? All right, Judd, we got, uh, what, uh, one more? Uh, no, two more next week before Thanksgiving. We got Tuesday yes, we and Wednesday. Looking forward to that. But any big travel plans for Thanksgiving or anything like that? Not really, no. No, no. And and by the way, just quickly, on the neighbors, I'm Team Tevin here. I, I leave them alone. I leave them alone. Shock. Don't don't really talk to, to them. Not that they're bad people. I just got enough going on. Chad, you are, I would never assume that you're sitting out there at the fence line trying to oh, talk, God. yuck it up. You are the crotchety, I think, person 
on this show, and that says a lot. What the I hell are you doing? What? Bat. What? Hey, Devil, you get the knife out of my back. Like, starts to like, hurt. What do you mean? Judge the crotchety person. Like, and I don't think it's a bad thing. You're just a very like. Here I didn't are my take boundaries. it personally. No, I didn't take it personally. I'm just saying I want to go to my car, get in my car, and drive away. Not have to have a conversation with some random person across the street who I happen to live by every time I want to leave the house. Like Judd would hate me if I was the cubicle next to him. I'd be like, "How's the wife? How's no?" The I wouldn't. No, no. There's ways to there's ways to work around p- people like you. One is no eye contact. Yep. You think oh. that would stop me? You think that? No. Would... I. The other is to put something up a higher th- than the actual wall. Right. The, right. The cubicle, so that you can't easily lean over my cubicle. Mm-hmm. You think that would stop me? Me. Uh, then I might ask for a transfer. <laughs> No, he's out of the mix. That's all there is to it. See, I'm the exact opposite. Is it because I can't shut up? Is that why I like talking to people? Probably. I just love it. My neighbor in, in the mood to talk to people, though, Tom? You strike me as the type of guy who would have days where you want to talk and days where, where you wouldn't, which is probably how I am. That's probably true. There are days that I'm like, I just kind of stay to myself and kind of go through. Well, I got a, I got a tough day coming tomorrow. To go see my brother after not seeing him for 20 years is going to be a bitch. It's going to be well, great at one, you know, from one one hand, but on the other, it is starting to weigh on me already. I mean, I'm looking forward to doing it, there's no doubt. Yeah. But to finally see my brother after 20 years and he's in a wheelchair with a hose up his nose and all that, that's, that's mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was a tough United States Marine. That's how I remember him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's 81 now, so it's not like that yeah. anymore, I guess. But I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, it's going to be very emotional, very stressful. Just is. That would be tough. Absolutely. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you next week. Then I'll come and see you when you're 81. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't be concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like my odds. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you, you didn't like my odds. No, 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 no. I'm speaking personally. No, no, I'm not throwing stones from this chair. I just don't like my own odds. I can't wait to give your eulogy, Judd, and say, oh, every day at work, him and I just talked oh, and no, talked don't, don't. and talked. No, he, he'd sit I will up come back and, and haunt you. And I. <laughs> oh, God, what right, a world. I'll see, I'll see you all. On Tuesday. Sounds great, sir. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Judd Zolgad, Score North, Purple Daily, the whole shooting match. We'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert, the lovely and talented Chris Eggert, will come up right after this. Tom here. I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories eating bars and shakes, several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling, only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is indeed totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this would be the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. And that's what this is, by the way. You're investing in in yourself. That's a good thing. Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success story. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off of work to get a babysitter or any of that stuff for the kids. 
It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff, which is a brilliant move, by the way. That's how people operate now. You get on the phone. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it's a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. And I, as I mentioned, I'm taking off the, uh, the holiday season. Then after the first year, I'm going to hop back on the program because I'd like to lose probably about another 15, 20 pounds, something like that. So I'll be talking about that after the first of the year. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it, at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced, or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. You all have helped me support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the MySlippers, Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Well, great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock, and the proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and, of course, many more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. I'm glad we're back up because we apparently were down for about five minutes or something like that. But it was not a problem based here. It was the whole shoot match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something that I wasn't able to solve in-house here. I had to get on the phone with a uh, lovely engineer extraordinaire, Mike Weber. He lovely. solved the problem. He was uh, putting out about seven fires at once, it sounds like, but we were all <laughs> set to go. I got to say... I the, the the listener fan base for this for this show is amazing because yep. there was no lack of um, some, some most supportive some like kind of ribbing like hey you break something AJ what the hell's going on no because uh, you always do exactly so I appreciate everybody letting us know uh, making it aware so we can fix it and now we should be good but don't hesitate to ever let us know again especially right. me because frankly great? it's more than likely my fault so oh everything is yeah absolutely doesn't matter what we're talking. That's AJ's fault. I'm just glad we uh, we were able to fix it in time for Chris Eggert to do his fabulous news report because I know he's got so much to talk about. Yeah, well, and he's the best. I should mention, by the way, that the whole Judd report is going to be posted. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Everything. Okay. Everything was recording. Like I said, uh, here it was showing that we were like up and live, so we were recording our audio. It was just uh, the stream was not like accessing to the internet and pushing everything through. So we should be all set. Why did that happen during Eggert's deal? Because nobody get. Oh, wait a minute. Chris is with us oh, right now. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Pally? Nothing. What's up with you guys? Uh, just trying to. Well, I got I to gotta open with the question again. One week from today is Thanksgiving. Any special plans to travel, spend time with the family? What are you, you going to do for Thanksgiving? Uh, we have been doing, uh, we've been going hunting in western um, North Dakota. The, really? The weekend after Thanksgiving. So, like, get up at. Three in the morning on that Friday, Ooh. and yeah, I know, Tevin. Uh, and then drive Shaking like eight hours, and then maybe get a half day of hunting in, and then uh, do it for a couple days, and then come back. How about you? I'm still deeply offended because when I was a kid, I had some friends. They were bow hunters and rifle hunters. Okay, yeah. and at some point, I said why don't you guys ever invite me on your hunting trips? And they said, yeah, we're going to give you a gun in the woods. No. <laughs> and that was their real argument. They said, no way we're giving you a gun and we're in the woods. Not a chance. Well, I mean, you know, safety first. <laughs> you watch your own back. Is that what you're saying? Well, right. you know, safety first. Safety first, Tom. Safety first. But, yeah, a lot of people. My brother-in-law, Terry, is a big hunter, fisher, the whole deal. Man, he loves traveling to, to hunt and fish. Uh, to me, eight hours is a lot. It's a lot. Uh, um, uh, but the hunted, the pheasant hunting is unbelievable. Like you don't, you always get your limit. Like it's a great group of people, so it's cool. Indeed. So that's the big plan. You're going to be getting up, but this is the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. Let me ask you guys this: uh, Where are you at on turkey for Thanksgiving? Love it. Pro. Yes, all of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It's it's part of the tradition. I feel like. What do you have an alternative that you're suggesting here? No, but I feel like turkey is kind of. It can be kind of bland, and Whoa. it is what it is. And you look forward to that every year. But, mm -hmm. um, and we've tried deep fat frying, and we've tried all these different things. Popeyes has supposedly has this like Cajun, oh. uh, Cajun turkey, mm -hmm. and it keeps popping up on my feed because I probably clicked on it once. <laughs> <laughs> maybe and i'm like oh my god that looks amazing um 
But every time I go on there to try to order it, like it says they don't have it. Or I, so I don't, I don't know what's happening, but I, um, it just sounds really good. And I'm like wondering how, how you guys do your turkey and whatnot. I know Catherine does that. She doesn't let me near the kitchen, which I understand. You don't want me cooking. You know <laughs> no, I mean? you don't, you don't cook anything, Tom. I toast. <laughs> you cook toast. <laughs> That's not really <laughs> cooking. I suppose. You toast it. Yeah, you toast bread. I can. Hey, Charlie Brown had that for Thanksgiving one year, so it must be. Oh, did he? Yeah, it's not toast? that bad. Honestly, bread and butter. I would eat that for every meal. Catherine is a phenomenal cook, too. That's the other thing. She's really, really good at it. So you know, I just, I just mentioned like three or four things I'm really bad at. I, I must be in a hell of a good mood. Here's another thing I suck at. But you know, you turn it over to the experts, don't you? You're exactly right. Um, the sign of intelligence is admitting when you don't know something or can't do something. It's a very high level of intelligence. All right. How much cash do you need? Most people won't admit it. <laughs> no, they won't. That's true. They're too filled with pride and they don't want to sound uh, ignorant. But all you can do there in that case is say something stupid and sound even more ignorant than you planned on. So I will tell you what. I have several friends because I met them in the clubs through the years. They're very, very highly intelligent pe- people. Right. They're having a real hard time right now with all this hatred in the world because it, it affects them at a, at a much higher level because of the cognizance. I mean, they look at all levels of this hatred, whereas most people just look at the one flat. Oh, it's because of this or that. Well, they look at the like several levels and it, it, it really wears them out. It really does. Unfortunately. I mean, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I do know it's not. I'm not the, I don't know how the doomsday clock works, but I would guess maybe it got (laughs) dialed back a little bit yesterday because um, President Biden and China's President Xi Jinping met and they actually resolved a couple things and maybe turned the temperature down on that situation a little bit, which is, um, you know, uh, I think normally would have been higher played in the news had everything not been going on in the Middle East. But that, that actually is a good thing. And uh, the United States and China's militaries will talk again now. So something bad doesn't happen, you know, over there in the China Sea and off Japan yeah, and Taiwan. Yeah. And, and so that that was a that was a pretty big thing that happened yesterday. That's a good thing. I mean, I have a little problem with, you know, guys, st- a standing ovation for a man who's murdered, what, about 50 million people. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not the guy's not a, a not without issues, right? But to at least have them talking, I think, um, it, talking is better no matter what. Like, I, yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. Let's let's talk it out before we get in a fight. That was actually Chairman Mao that killed fifty million people too. I just made it up that it was. A, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't know if Xi Jinping has killed fifty million people, but <laughs> well, Mao did a great job wiping them out. I'll tell you that. I do know they're going to send tigers over to the United States. Um, they're yeah. going to send pandas to pandas. the United States. Yeah. And everybody's very excited about that. Well, they just said, and them- I'm not. I'm like, okay, like, I'm gl- I'm just glad maybe we can live another couple years without World War Three, at least starting with China. And y'all are worried yeah. about the pandas. Well, okay, good. Where were they again? Was that San Francisco? Well, yes, they were in San Francisco. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. So where are they going to send them this time? Um, send the pandas? Yeah. Does anybody know? Are they doing like a radio tour? Yeah. Around the country? Yeah. Yeah. It, it says back. San Diego, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. So, although I would have put them on the East, uh, the East Coast because, 
you know, they already had them on the West Coast for the last 50 years, right? They were there, I think, right. 50 years. I think maybe a train tour of America. I love yeah. it. With the pandas sitting off the back in the caboose. Waving. <laughs> no question. I'd run out there. I'd go to the Amtrak station. I'd be the first one in line. They could do a light rail tour and go yeah. through oh, uh, Eden yeah. Prairie. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany, you'll, you can wait around for that. Well, that's yeah, right. I think you can't get, even the pandas are going, when the hell are they going to open this track? Let's go. Right? No, I'm just trying to survive out here. I got snot coming out of everywhere, and you guys oh, mentioned this, and it just sake. immediately takes my body and goes, gravity sets in. I don't know. I don't want to know about the fluids coming out of you right yeah, now. Exactly. That's, that was a yeah. little more detail than maybe yeah. we needed to know. Here's but thing. I, I think if I get into more detail, then you'll get less grossed out. Why don't we get you a sponsor? Bringing you Britney's boogers is, we get, have it sponsored. Is every orifice. Oh, yeah. Every, every It's every oh, orifice. Okay. Am I not? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. See what I have to put up for three hours a day, Chris. You see oh, what boy. I'm saying? <laughs> it's entertaining. You got to admit oh, that. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for your support <laughs> on that one. All right. Any other big headlines we should know about? Uh, what did I was I, one I wanted to bring up? Did you? Did I can't? Did Judd talk about what the fines were? They figured out what the fines were going to be for the for no. the Timberwolves and nope. um, Draymond Green. He got a five game suspension, which I think that's kind of what a lot of people were thinking. Um, Clay Thompson, uh, Jaden McDaniels, Rudy Gobert were all fined twenty five thousand dollars for their role in the fight that happened Tuesday night. They have to so. work an hour to make that much money. Yeah, you know, like twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> to them would be like a nickel. For exactly. Right? Like, and whatever. Who's the guy? Did the guy that had the other guy in the headlock? Did he get? That's Draymond, Draymond Green. Green. Oh, that's Draymond. So he got he got suspended. Yeah, and he's a very well known league tough guy, and that's kind of right. his. That's his deal. I, I mean, I don't know. You think of him as like he would have been great on the Detroit Pistons of back in the day with oh, the building beer and just like a, but every hey listen every good basketball team has a dude like that on the team, yeah somebody who can just come in and be a a badass. Well, that's why we have Brittany because if anybody needs to be yeah. beat up, that's why when we I brought look at her. This team, I automatically call on Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I also so. don't mind getting fined twenty five thousand dollars. That's nothing to me. So. I understand that. Just a little walking around. You live in Eden Prairie. Yeah, well, look at these dresses. These many nice clothes right. I have. Look at that door. It actually you has got a better chance of seeing a panda walk down the tracks of that stupid light rail than you do actually seeing a train. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know what? I'm going to f- start putting more time and energy. My class is over. I'm going to put time and energy into getting that light rail by 2026. Good luck. You know, I live on the other side. She lives on the south side. Of it, and I kind of live on the north side of it. And yep. to this day, every time I drive by, I go... Nothing hit. They haven't even moved that little trolley that's on there or whatever that thing yeah. is. It's Nothing so, moves. It's so beautiful. I was there last. <laughs> I was yeah. there, uh, yeah, last night, and I was looking at the lights. They have all different colored lights that like change their LED. It's pristine. Well, so Maybe they, they can do like the Minnesota Zoo did, and um, what they did with the old monorail track. 
they just turned it into a walking path. Yeah, they did. Maybe, maybe Chris. that's a, a great idea for oh. the light rail next. Look right? at the time, Chris. Looks like you're just gonna, you got to wrap it up, bro. And you could walk directly from Brittany's and Eden Prairie mm-hmm. all the way to the game in downtown Minneapolis. It'd be yeah. perfect. Because unless John Henry's making a comeback, that light rail is not getting finished anytime soon. John Henry. What a, what a name drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of all the references. That took me a sec, Kevin. Nice. Good one. All the references yeah, on the show today. I did not expect a John Henry reference. <laughs> well, how about a Patrick Henry reference? He ain't doing so well right now. No, he's not. Not, not yeah. I was going to bring that up yesterday, but. The Henrys are having a rough go. Patrick Henry High School in North Minneapolis is going to become Camden High School in North Minneapolis because Patrick Henry, I don't know that he owned slaves, but I think he traded them. I think that's how it went. I'm not really sure. I don't. He had some involvement in. Some involvement. That's a good way to put it. He had some involvement in slavery, so they're taking his name down, which they should. No question. My My high school got changed, and it was so funny to see my Facebook that week. People who like barely graduated that high school for all of a sudden really cared about the name. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Like, How dare they? Is that instant like, outrage? Ah. Oh, what about my letter jacket? Can I not wear that now that I'm 35? <laughs> what was that like Henry Sibley or something? Was that it? Where'd you yeah, go? It was Henry Sibley. It was Henry the, Sibley. Yeah. Two rivers or three rivers. I always forget. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just honestly forget. What does he um, do? Henry Sibley, I don't know what he did. I went to that school. I didn't learn history. No. Oh, that's nice. They never told you what he did, why he should be going to a school named Sibley after was, him. Uh, wasn't he a former, because um, there's the Sibley House in downtown, uh, or uh, right there off um, West 7th. Yeah. In yep. Paul, too. Yep. Um, and we did a thing about this. I should know this. Uh, he did some questionable things. I'll just, like, I get why they changed the name. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I don't care. I don't. There's no, like, thing I have to change. I don't have my high school diploma framed or anything. There's no, like, yeah. redactions I have to make. No. Henry Sibley, it looks like he would, had something to do with uh, his role in the Dakota War of 1862 and the largest mass execution in the nation's history. Oh, he had the, the, with the, the, the Dakota... Um... So he probably yeah, massacred, massacred a bunch of Native Americans is what it. Not the one you want. Oh, he probably shouldn't have a school named after him. Though. Yeah, probably yeah. not. There you go. Probably true. I just went with the old North. North. Nice. Pretty tough to remove the name North. I would. <laughs> Although they reported yesterday in Star Tribune, uh, North Minneapolis High School gets name change. That's how it was reported. And I went. And they didn't even mention oh, that's Patrick. Confusing, Henry. isn't it? Yeah. It's very confusing because my yeah. high school was North High School. So it's like they're gonna. Why would they change the name of? Oh, we don't like North. We're and they already have a South, so we can't have that either. Was there an East or a West High School? I don't know. I don't know if there was or not. Uh, West not Tonka. West Tonka. That's true. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Tomato, tomato. It's a little. It's a little <laughs> you guys, I'm sorry. It's a tad bit further west than Minneapolis. I'm just saying, I'm there's, sorry. If I had to think of a, a school little. with the west, Let's and that was the first one, if we were playing these categories, a, I would get the point. There's okay? a West LA high school as well. Yeah. yeah. Chris, <laughs> Chris is putting his earpiece in. He's got to go. All right. On that note. All right, Chrissy. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Eggert. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. 
Chris Eggert doing a, a brilliant report, I think. As I always. I think you can step yeah. it up. You can step it up and be better. <laughs> yeah. I understand your viewpoint. There's no question about it. Get off your ass, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Like, tell us saying? an actual story sometimes. It's all. Oh, that's negative. Amazing how tough she gets once he's, yeah. his camera disconnects. Yeah. I would love to see this to his face. Oh, my gosh. He just came at me like five times. Jesus. All right, we got to take a break just to get away from Brittany. That's why we're taking a break. What do you think? I understand. I, I like understand. It. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. That is a fact. Why? Sabre does everything the right way. That's why. And they always put the customer first. That's another big thing. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business, for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. 